congratulations to me because my choice on the poll got picked. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, welcome back to Netflix and Kill, the podcast where we talk about spooky movies on Netflix. Like the monopolization of industry by Disney corporations. (laughs) There will be no more free market left to pander. What do you hear the hell of a record? Yeah, so last week we put up a poll on our Twitter page, and all of our wonderful fans voted for which movie they would like to hear us talk about next. We each picked one. Hannah's was the winner, and so tonight we watched Mickey's House of Villains. Yeah! we sure did. This is one of those movies, well, it's more of a TV special that we had when I was a kid. I think we had it on VHS. I never really watched the show, but I kind of love it. It reminds me of the Muppets show a little bit, because they have, like... A basic format where, like, the character comes out and says, oh, we got a great show for you tonight. Some jokes here and there, maybe a little subplot to, like, guide you along. But really, it's about, like, the performances and the, in this case, cartoons. And they mm-hmm. chose some old ones. They'd make some new ones. It was a really cool way to keep the the Mickey Mouse uh, company making, like, short cartoons, which is what they started with, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, vaguely remember this from my childhood, but I didn't watch a lot of TV. So, like, I'm sure I saw it once or twice, but not enough to, like, stick in my memory. So I was glad we got to rewatch it tonight, actually, because, I don't know, it was kind of cool mm-hmm. to see, like, all the different little shorts and stuff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we all just stopped to smile All these Martys on their damn phones nowadays. Forgetting about the real things, like the fact that Goofy fucking died in this movie. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, most of the shorts it's are- It's Sonny Donald! Most yeah. of the shorts are pretty light, but a few of them go some kind of dark places, which yeah. I appreciate. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. No, it was really fun. You know, the other cool thing is, like, it's really great to see all the Disney characters together in one place. And people act like Wreck-It Ralph was, like, the first movie to do that. But, like, no. House of Mouse actually did it first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they used some, like, really obscure characters. Like, one of the first things I commented on is freaking Chernabog is in this movie mm-hmm. from Fantasia. And they make a joke. What's the... Um, oh, Chernabog's here from his house tonight. Just take a left at Bald Mountain. And then Chernabog laughs and he's like, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> Like, honestly, that was one of my favorite moments. Well, and they all look like each other because, like, it's hard to remember, but, like, the Disney animated style has, like, evolved in a lot of different directions. Like, especially Mm -hmm. from, like, their just, their cartoons from their cinematic movies like Beauty and the Beast and fan-fucking-tasia. But they all fit in that world really well together. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I don't know if that would work as, I I haven't seen the new Wreck-It Ralph, but, like, you'd have to kind of make everything the same style to work, but that sort of takes away some of the individuality of the animation. Mm-hmm. When you turn all the princesses into, like, these, you know, CGI creations, like, yeah, it, it works, but also it's really fun to just see this really giant stylized dragon in Chernabog hanging out with, like, Hades' two little fucking minions. Yeah. <laughs> Pain and Panic. Yes. They or like, had Jasper and Yeah, Horace. Jasper and Horace were Pecos there. Bill was there. Yeah. Who the Big Bad there? Wolf from the, the old, old yeah. cartoons. Um, like, it's really cool. They didn't they just had forget anyone. Like oh, and they, then uh, the... Cruella's the, bu- buddies, right? I, oh, Jasper you said Horace. Right. Yeah. I forgot. Um, um, Peach Dragon. The three, um... Like, the... Three Caballeros? The, the Fates. Oh, yeah, yeah, the fates from, from Hercules. Hercules. Hercules yeah. 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 They did a really good job of referencing all, like, the villains gallery that yeah, had been there, there up to that point. It was Gilbert Gottfried. I'm sure of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wonder if he's like James Woods, where he just any chance he gets to play that character, he'd love to. James Woods absolutely did not sing during his part <laughs> in that song. It was a different person. I believe that. <laughs> I truly do. It was probably Jim Cummings. Oh, I mean, he was probably. in this. He was... Yeah, he was Ka. Ka. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, the plot is very, like, basic of this one. So mm-hmm. Mickey runs a club called the House of Mouse, where everyone comes and watches him do shitty stand-up, <laughs> and then he'll show some cartoons, and they'll applaud. And then all the performers get up and take a bow. It's cute. Um, but this Halloween, they're going to show spooky cartoons, and Jafar over at the villain's table is like, we got a plan. It's gonna take place at midnight. But first, we're gonna watch, like, five cartoons, because I've 
I've worked I'm very hard this year, and I deserve a break. I want to get five yeah. drinks in me before I do anything. <laughs> Honestly, same. It's like getting up the courage to do karaoke. Yeah. Which they do sing, because at midnight, uh, yeah. they sing It's Our House Now, which is really fun. It's short, but it's I like it. It's spooky. It's, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. It's memorable. It's Our House Now, and it's, like, fun. And very fitting of a villain number in that it's catchy. It's my favorite part of the thing. And then the villains take over by just literally chucking them out. Why they don't do this every night, I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel like it. Maybe Chernabog wants to get Chernaturn. <laughs> uh, there's a, okay, there's a part where they, like, literally pick up Minnie and Mickey by, like, the scruff of their necks and throw them out the door. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they, like, because it was made for TV, they, like, do, like, a commercial break blackout and then they come back and then mickey and minnie are inside the building yeah they just walk back in and they do this several times because the villains like decide their great plan is yep we just tossed the owners out and now we're gonna show our cartoons that's (laughs) what they waited till midnight (laughs) and then they show two and then mickey mouse how the fuck did they defeat them again oh no mickey becomes magic no 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 because they defeat him Remember, they literally open a door. Aladdin pulls up in his car. The flying carpet is like, here, chucks them the lamp, leaves as soon as he enters the film. (laughs) And then Mickey's just like, yeah, get back in your home, you asshole. And then Jafar's like, oh, no. (laughs) Why the other villains didn't just keep doing what they were doing? I don't know. Yeah, Chernabog could probably beat, like, I mean, Maleficent was there, and she turned into a dragon at one point. Mm Mm-hmm. Pete's dragon was there. He's not evil, but, like, I mean... Okay, imagine a battle, though, between him and Maleficent. See, it should have been, like, the heroes rallying together and, like, this big epic battle. But maybe that wasn't in the budget. Yeah, I was about to say, did they have the budget for that? I doubt it. I think, first and foremost, they wanted to keep the format of, like, a frame narrative for, like, the shorts they were showing Mm -hmm. instead of, like, anything else. Oh, yeah, and the whole time Donald's trying to scare everybody. And he doesn't, and that's his arc. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, like, dresses as Jafar at the very end, and then Mickey goes, Haha, but, good one, but Goofy beat you to it, and then it pans over, and Goofy's also wearing a Jafar suit. <laughs> Saying, <laughs> nope, that's Mickey. I don't do a Goofy. A I, do a, I do a Mickey Mouse, but fun fact, if you ever want to generate comedy with you and your friends, try doing a Donald Duck impression with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the regular. <laughs> I stole this bit from a bim bam. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't even like get like. <laughs> Should we talk about the actual shorts now? Yeah, because that you're, you're right, Marty. Those are the point of this show is just to show cartoons in a fun little format. Yep. Oh, so the very first one is called Trick or Treat. Oh, yeah. That's with Donald Duck. That was like an older and, one, too. Yeah, it was like a... 1952. Oh, yeah. yeah. As Wikipedia says. Thank yeah. you, Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. Um, Thank you. But yeah, it starts out with Huey, Dewey, and Louie going trick-or-treating, and Donald Donald an puts dynamite to them. in yeah. trick-or-treat He gives bags. them dynamite instead of candy. <laughs> mm-hmm. and Donald like, Duck, the Halloween terrorist. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's so sad. Because, like, their faces get just so disappointed. Mm-hmm. And there's a witch flying nearby, Witch Hazel, and she sees this, this disruption of the Halloween spirit by this fucking duck. Mm-hmm. And she goes bananas. She's like, boys, I saw that shit. That's not cool. And she tries to talk to Donald Duck like a reasonable human being. And, and then he dumps water on her. Which she bucket. doesn't die, luckily. Yeah. She could have been killed. She's mm-hmm. a witch. Don could have just, like, been attempting murder this whole right? night. Right? He gave dynamite to children. <laughs> That's very true. Um, and it was lit. It was lit. Those bags exploded. Yeah. And then um, she gets her broomstick and, like, a makes a potion of... It was, like, it was literally just, like, the line reading from Macbeth. Yeah, but, like, the potion, I'm trying to describe what it does. Uh, oh, basically, it just, it just makes everything on, spooky. Yeah, that's you true. You spray it on stuff, and, like, either it makes it whatever it's sprayed on do the witch's bidding, mm-hmm. or it just, like, turns everything spooky. Well, and I know part of the Disney brand is that most of their cartoons were just showing off, like, what they could do with music and, like, timing the cartoons to the sounds. And there's a mm-hmm. whole trick-or-treat song where they 
they do that. They animate things to the song, like the the fence posts become ghosts, and they mm-hmm. squirt the jack o' lantern, and the jack o' lantern comes to life and starts flying around. And mm-hmm. I know that's that's usually the main point of a Disney cartoon is like, hey, look at all this fun stuff we can do. It's very kid friendly. Yay. Yeah. Um, I like it. I think it's charming, and it's it's past out the early early cartoons like Merry Melodies. I could never get into because I kind of found them boring. Because I'm like, yay. It's pretty. I liked I liked the Marvin the Martian ones the best of those. those Marvin the Martian isn't he Looney Tunes? Yeah, he was in. Mar- Wait, was that not Mary Melodies? Maybe it was. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, Mary Melodies is a Looney Tunes thing. What am I, I thinking wonder- of? Because Disney had a specific set of cartoons specifically oh, for I animating know what you're things to music. About. I know what you're not talking Fantasia about. Wise, but yeah. Oh, I don't remember. I don't but know. harmonies, maybe. I don't remember oh, what whatever. they were. At. Yeah, it's been a long time since I saw. A lot of those. Yeah, because I, I am, like, above, I, I love Disney. Like, I, I don't agree with what they're doing right now to the corporate landscape, but I, I can't get away from the fact that I adore going to Disney World. I, I love most of their movies, and, like... They produce they, some great stuff. I just wish they didn't produce only that and let other people produce stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I can appreciate what they did, because I, mm-hmm. I have the nostalgia, and, yeah. It's, it's a fun place to be sometimes. Yeah. You can like something while holding them accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I thought this short was really cute. The song was good. Mm-hmm. Um, Donald got what he deserved. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, they make him kick himself in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so Witch Hazel takes her potion and sprays it on Donald's feet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so his feet, like, start kicking him in the butt and, um... <laughs> Then, like, she makes him run a whole mile into a door um, to break it open because he threw a key under there. Yeah, and... he basically just, like, busts into his pantry and gives them everything. Yep. Yeah. Which is how I want my trick-or-treating to go. Yes. Honestly. Honestly. Yeah. That's true. So, like, uh, go Hazel. I'm proud of her. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would rate this as a spoopy spoopy, where it's not quite spooky, but, like, it had some moments that I thought were really fun, like, the way the cauldron, like, lit up. And yeah. I thought Witch Hazel was a treat. I the thought, animation is really good. The, the triplets were cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their costumes. So one of them is a witch, one of them is a ghost, and then the other one is dressed like a little devil. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because, like, during, like, the intro sequence for the House of Villains cartoon, like, for the framing narrative, Donald is dressed exactly like... His nephew was in that old cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. I, li- I liked this a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very solid. Yeah, very cute. Um, so the next one is Mickey's Mechanical House. Oh. Ugh. The Black Mirror one, as we refer to the it. The one that's basically Dr. Seuss, um, but, like, the only thing that was missing were, like, made-up words, like, flungertumboggers and... something like that yeah because the whole thing is mickey's house sucks so he's got to move so he gets sold a smart house and um he wants to an actual disney channel original movie called smart house fuck (laughs) i didn't know that actually um because i actually didn't have disney channel growing up funny enough we were we were a self-described disney family but we didn't buy disney channel we bought VHSs, and then I remember me and my brother would take turns picking which VHS we got to watch, because we only oh, had one sweet. TV. Um, but this one, yeah, so he gets a smart house, and he loves it. And he decides, you know what, I'm going to spend more time in my smart house. I get to go to bed whenever I want, because I'm an adult. And then the house is like, no, you don't. You go to bed at midnight. <laughs> um, so Mickey fights the house for dominance and loses. He has to move. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all narrated by John Cleese. Yeah! Which is weird. Okay, there was- my favorite part was when, like, I don't remember exactly what it was. But Mickey, he was out of luck. Mickey. And then you were like, Mickey's fucked! (laughs) (laughs) Just your timing was spot on. Yeah. This one was, like, honestly my least favorite, because the animation was really off-putting. The backgrounds are, like, super, like, simple. Which can work okay sometimes, but, like, for this one, it was just kind of off-putting. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, though. I feel like that robot I've seen in older Disney cartoons, because there's a restaurant in Walt Disney World, uh, Hollywood Studios, where they have, like, a drive-in diner, but it's all inside, and you get to sit in a car and watch this big, giant screen with all these um, old B-movies from the 1950s, like 
They have trailers for Attack the 50-Foot Woman, the Plan 9 from Outer Space, that trailer's there, and they have little Disney shorts, and that robot is in there from a short from the hmm. 50s about a robot kidnapping a woman and going to the alien planet to try to pawn her off, but then she she's secretly a superhero and just beats him up that and goes back. That sounds freaking great. It is! I love that robot! It's fun. It's my favorite diner because it captures... That, like, science fiction double feature, but 1950s drive-in movie feel very well. Even though the food sucks. <laughs> you just said science fiction double feature, and I'm singing Rocky Horror songs in my head. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I, well, I feel like that all the trailers shown in that restaurant are referencing everything Rocky Horror is referencing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, that, that song is literally just a whole bunch of references. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Do we have anything else to say about Mickey's mechanical house? Um, I kind of liked the backgrounds, but I didn't really like the action of it. It felt really off-putting. I like the way Mickey himself was animated. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah, I liked that, but the backgrounds for me were kind of like, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. Also, like, the moral of the whole thing was weird. Like, oh, yeah... This new house doesn't work out for me, so I should be thankful for my old house that's broken. Like, his old house needed a lot of repairs and stuff, and, like, like it was, like, badly messed up, too. It was, like, the windows wouldn't close, and, like, the sink this was in sprayed him in the face. This is the wake of the financial crisis, Mickey. You can't just afford two houses. Right? So I was, like, He works oh. for Disney. He is Disney. <laughs> what was it? Yeah. No, um... I think that when he was starting to fight back, um, you were the one who said, like, I'm a god! You can't defeat me! <laughs> You're about to face the wrath of a god! That's, <laughs> that's, that's the one. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So yeah, that's really all uh, I have to say about yeah, that. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's Mickey's Mechanical House. Which one was next? Was it the Goofy one? Um, yeah, I think it's when Goofy was a ghost. Yeah, Goofy dies. Is, does, do you have the yeah. shorts pulled up? Yeah, but it doesn't list the, the order they're it's in. It's How to Haunt so, a House. Okay. Yes. How to Haunt a House. This was fabulous. This mm-hmm. was about Goofy. That's what I, I mean, would say is the funniest. Yes. Yeah. He, he dies he, he walks at the beginning. He gets hit by a car, and then he immediately walks inside, and he's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> this whole short is like basically the plot was, of Beetlejuice. I was literally sitting there with my mouth open as I heard like the car crash noises and then he walked in and I went he fucking killed him! Yeah, I think <laughs> it was kind of a, a throwback to those old Goofy cartoons which was just like how-to instructionals and get to see Goofy fuck it up and it's hilarious because yeah. he's a failure. Um, <laughs> that is the joke! Um, but this one was fun because Murdering a Disney regular? Two Disney regulars. Two Disney regulars, yes, because um, How to Haunt a House, step one, be a ghost. Don't do this at home, kids. (laughs) And I love how they try to say, like, it's only temporary, but they don't explain how they're going to fix it. Yeah. They're just like, it's fine, don't worry about it, it's fine. And so, like, he he, moves into a haunted house, um, picks Donald to, like, mess around with, and then, like, Throughout the whole thing, Donald is just, like, either sleeping or totally ignoring him. And then, like, he wakes Donald up at one point, because, like, Donald Donald is reading a book called How to Sleep with Your Eyes Wide Open. <laughs> and then he realizes that Donald's asleep with his eyes open, and so he wakes him up. And he goes, hey, Donald. <laughs> and Donald literally, like, gets up and he goes, go away! And, like, screams and, like, runs out the door, and then... He gets into a car crash and, and dies, and then he walks right back in. <laughs> and, and Gooby's like, oh, I was just trying to tell you I'm a ghost. And so then, like, Donald just, like, chases him for the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cute. I really liked this. I feel like all the jokes landed, and, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It was just timed, like, really well. Yeah, it definitely captured because i think the goofy ones were among the funnier cartoons back mm-hmm. in the older days as well honestly anything involving goofy is normally my favorite yeah, yeah. Comes to like the classic disney characters goofy and donald are my like two faves yeah the mickey mouse ones were just very basic which yeah. like is what they needed they needed just an avatar to do things through yeah but um, i always feel like yeah. mickey doesn't have a lot of personality 
if he's just plucky. My favorite thing is as I got older, I got more into the history and I would watch some of the really old ones with my dad where Mickey would like chew tobacco and like slap Whoa. women on the ass and like <laughs> do Jesus. blackface and you're like, Mickey God. Mouse! Get that Jesus, Mickey. Jesus, Mickey Mouse. Mickey. Yeah. Mickey, what the hell? Not that I, I do not, I want to, do I have to specify that I do not enjoy blackface? I just, I think it's interesting that Disney wants to cover up this whole part of their history. Um, but it, it, it's ingrained. Like, he, he was an avatar of the 50s. He was meant to generate, and this is not a justification. It's a, like, that's bad. Don't do that. It's bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's so... It's so interesting that he remained, but mm-hmm. it's something they've never addressed. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. You know who I wish was in this more? Pete. Right? Mm-hmm. He's like, he doesn't show Pete up at all. Yeah. He doesn't show up at all. Mm-hmm. He's pretty entertaining to watch. Yeah. But yeah, I like this one. Goofy is fun. Mm-hmm. All the jokes landed. The animation was good. Yeah. Really yeah. Then I think it was Lonesome Ghost. Yeah, Lonesome Ghost, which is the, basically the Ghostbusters one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the which earliest. Is, okay, this is like, like they make jokes that are in Ghostbusters like fifty years later because this was from like nineteen thirty-seven. Yeah, no, they literally say the phrase "Who you gonna call?" Yeah, they, they also say they say I ain't I ain't scared of no ghosts. Something like that. Yeah, it's very similar. It's. Oh, yeah, I think it's Goofy. He's like, I ain't scared of no ghosts. Yeah, he yeah. says that. Yeah. And <laughs> um, I Dan Aykroyd is plagiarizing yeah. Disney. <laughs> I think this one is the most classic of mm-hmm. the cartoons here. Like, this yeah. is the one that, like, endures time. Because I think it was yeah. made in 1937, which really shocked yeah. me, because this was pre-Snow yeah. White. Yeah. Mickey Mouse doesn't have... The whites of his eyes. No, he just, has, yeah. he just has these dead black circles. Mm-hmm. And like, but I mean, the animation still works. It's very fluid, mm-hmm. and like all the characters, like you can tell what their emotions are and what their reactions are. Yeah. So like, I think this one holds up. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I they mean, just like run around and have fun. Yeah, yeah. The audio could be a little better. We had trouble yeah. understanding some of the dialogue. Oh my god, yeah. it was just really echoey. Yeah, yeah. it was in the like, beginning. They're all talking about how they want. They're bored and they want someone to haunt. Yeah. And then they call the ghost exterminators, which is Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. Mm-hmm. And then they come in with, like, a gun yeah. and an axe. <laughs> and a net. <laughs> and a net. Um, oh, God, what was I saying? Oh, the... the um, oh, yeah, oh, my God. My favorite know. part is when they're calling them, mm-hmm. and, like, it's they're imitating a woman's voice, and it's still, like, really muffled and weird and echoey. And it's like, <laughs> but then there's one part that's absurdly clear. Like they suddenly cl- decided to clean up the audio, so it's like, come quick. The lady just go like, excuse me, come quick, please. These ghosts have eaten my husband and my children. I'm all alone. Yeah. I like that they're playing poker and like they just like keep making like ghost water show up and like spraying Donald in the face and then there's like this whole bit with uh, Goofy and, and like a ghost in the mirror. Yeah, I think they and stole it from Arch Brothers. Yeah, Duck Soup. I think it was in Duck Soup. Yeah. I could be wrong because it's like that iconic scene where they're like dressed the same and they're miming each other's actions as if it were a mirror and yeah. they keep trying to throw each other off. Yeah. Um, basically, all of these ghosts are like Harpo. Yeah. <laughs> they duplicated Harpo by four, which means four times the chaos. No, like... Harpo, but, like, one of them talks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they who's the have... one who was always paired off with Harpo? Um... Not Groucho. Chico? Chico. Chico. It's like a harp- three Harpos and one Chico. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. fun one. I I especially love the animation in that one because one of, one of the aesthetics I really love that I I miss is like the shiny like metal eyelid looking things that they do in like old cartoons. I just love that so much, and I wish we would bring it back because it's one of my favorite things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I enjoy that too. Mm-hmm. And everything's yeah. like so kind of stretchy and like fluid in the way they animate it. And, and I love great. cartoons that pair off Mickey, Donald, and Goofy because all of them are fine on their own, but they, they have 
an individual note, but when you put them together, there's more variation. Like, Mickey's, like, the everyman who's tossed into a weird situation, and Goofy's the dumb one who's tossed into a situation and sees it in a funny way because he's dumb, and Donald's just pissed. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. that's just such a fun combination. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, that's part of the reason why, uh, the three, three Mouseketeers work for that movie. Yes. Also, they gave Mickey, like, a thing, like, a personality, and I yeah. enjoy that. That was a good one. Yeah. Yes. So that's that one. Um, I, I like think this one. I did, too. Mm-hmm. I think next was Dance of the Goofies, which is really forgettable. Ugh. Like, it's just... I got up and went to the bathroom because I was like, I, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> I like the music. I, oh god, what was the? I always like the sugar. It's like something fairy something. No, I don't. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I think it's like one of the. It it sounded similar to like the sugar plum fairy stuff. Anyway, Goofy is wearing yellow tights and flying around. And it's just a bunch of fairies, and then this little kid like tries to. Silly Symphony cartoon. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, and then this like kid tries to kill one of the goofy fairies, and then Voices escapes. of Spring. Um, that's what it is by Johann Strauss. Okay, yeah, it it I this was not a very memorable short. I don't Apparently remember hardly the only anything thing about it. Scary about it was that Goofy was yellow. Well, um, there's a part where, like, that so Goofy's kid. a fairy, and then a I mean, kid's... like, the kid, I guess. Yeah, and, like, the kid's... It's but heavily they... implied the kid is going to kill Goofy and hang him on the wall with a bunch of other dead animals. Which, you know, but not already, ideal. We already saw Goofy die in this movie, yeah, so, like... Yeah, Goofy isn't immortal. The stakes aren't high here. <laughs> I mean, I thought, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it was just, like, eh. Yeah. yeah, I like the music. The way they, they drew didn't the even kid, the way they drew the kid made him look like Peter Pan, mm. and like I was like, "Is that Peter Pan?" <laughs> when I walked out of the bathroom. <laughs> okay, this has nothing to do with anything, but I just got a flashback of like I don't know. I was just thinking of Goofy as a fairy, and like I got a flashback to that commercial where the kids like. I know he's only this big on TV, but in real life, Goofy could beat up Dad. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, the, v- the VHS commercials for, on for, the Lion for King? Disneyland. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! That's amazing. Oh, I love that. Like, I love me some you Goofy, that, but this was too much. You said that, and now I'm like going through like all of these like old commercials. There's one for like the live action 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, where they like opens and it's in like a theater, and then like they zoom in on the the screen. For yeah, the, and then there's one for <laughs> Flubber. Oh, I remember that. The I was flub- like, okay, do a little so dance, when I was. <laughs> child i i must have been like four or five years old i was so obsessed with flubber but like i never actually watched the movie (laughs) right i just knew the commercial of flubber oh my god and i never read it i just looked through the pictures of flubber because i (laughs) right he was just a little ooze with a big butt (laughs) (laughs) he had glasses sometimes i remember that yeah uh, also, Robin Williams was in it. I'd yes. love to watch that movie now because yeah. I honestly know nothing about it. I also I know just... nothing. <laughs> I know it was based on like the Nutty Professor because I've seen the original like thing Flubber's based on. But yeah. like, I it's like a really old like fifties movie. That yeah, where movie. like he wins a basketball game by putting it on his shoes, and like that's the big thing it does. I think it makes his car fly. But makes this one, this bouncy. One, this time they're like, what if we do it again? This was the first of the Disney remakes um, <laughs> where they're like, what if we do it again? But we give the goo personality in a well, butt. Well, <laughs> well, there was also one hundred one Dalmatians though. I don't remember which one came. First. I think they both came out around the same time. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I feel like the the commercials would have been like on the same VHS. Yeah, yeah, they were. Coming they were. soon on DVD. And video. <laughs> now, mine was always coming soon to own on VHS. And <laughs> Yep, I remember that. Uh, but yeah, this uh, one was pretty forgettable. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> next! Um, next is Donald Duck and the Gorilla. Oh, this one was I loved cute. this one. I remember this one, like, scared me as a kid. It reminded me, I don't know why... It reminded me of being in my grandpa's house during a thunderstorm where everything just felt... Like, I think it's just the carpet reminded me of my grandpa's house. And I have a very vague memory. The way it was drawn. Yeah, Yeah, and, like, it just felt, like, very old-timey 1940s. Mm -hmm. I mean, Um, there was, like, a... They, like, had to stay inside because there was, like, a storm and then there was a gorilla on the loose. So, like, this feels very nostalgic, but, like scary nostalgic Mm -hmm. cause I remember seeing that gorilla like growl when I was a kid legitimately scared me Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I kept making SpongeBob jokes the whole time. I said, Eek, a gorilla! <laughs> <laughs> the the animation cool. was great mm-hmm. in this one. I really, this might have been my favorite. I really so, like, liked it. The gorilla mm-hmm. comes into Donald's home and he's scaring Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and like they lock themselves in the room while Donald's trying to get the gorilla out of the house, but mm-hmm. like nothing's working. And, like, periodically the radio host will, like, chime in and give, like, a little bit of advice for anyone who's, like, encountering the gorilla. Like, beware our listeners, there was a killer gorilla on the- He had a name. I can't just call him that. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Help me here, Disney Wiki. Help the gorilla- Yeah. <laughs> but the gorilla gets into their house and there's, like, one point where, like, Donald is, like, literally fixing to get his ass ate. And I mean this literally. Like- He's stuck in a table, and, like, his ass is out, and, like, the gorilla is trying to munch on his ass. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, there's, like, this point where, like, you hear the radio announcer go, if you're encountering the gorilla, uh, use tear gas. (laughs) And so, like, Huey, Dewey, and Louie look at each other and go, alright. They're like, of course, why didn't we think of that? And they just have tear gas in, in their, their house. house. And, like, I've never used tear gas. I don't even know where one would come across it, but it looked like a grenade. Yeah. Yeah, they just take this grenade and chuck it in the room, and then and then it just ends with Donald and the gorilla, like, crying and comforting each other. It's and kind of, I like that. Yeah, really it's, like, cute. my favorite punchline. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, dang it. Why, why is he not telling that? Uh, but I do, it did come out in 1944 as well, so mm-hmm. here we are. What is his name? What is his name? Ajax. Ajax the gorilla. The Ajax gorilla. the gorilla. Okay, that's funny because Ajax the gorilla, and then in the uh, the the goofy short, it was the, Ajax the car because he was backing yeah. it up. But then there was also in the uh, Ghost Hunters one. Yeah, that was the name of their Ajax exterminators. I like this. What's up with Ajax? Uh, is that like their? Wasn't it a soap? Aren't they, like, trying to make that their acne? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. So then at this point in the frame narrative, the villains take over. They sing their mm-hmm. awesome song. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. It was really, like, mm-hmm. cool, and it's fun to see all the villains working together. Well, and I like that the song showcased, like, a little bit. Like, every, they gave everyone, like, a one-line solo. Mm-hmm. Like, Jafar is, like, the main, the ringleader of it all. Yeah. But, like, they gave, like, the Queen of Hearts a little solo. They gave the snake from the Jungle Book a yes, solo. Yes, Ka was mm-hmm. there doing um, his Winnie the Pooh voice. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Ursula and Cruella and Maleficent. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're all... Yeah, yeah. it was it was fun. I liked it. Hades did not sound like James Woods. It, was, it probably wasn't. It was a crappy, crappy version of the that voice. It did not sound anything like him. But yeah, it was fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like... He did his best. Yeah, I mean, but I'm saying, like, it it wasn't a good impression if they were trying for that. I think it was just, like, them trying to fill a line in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it be sometimes. But yeah, we, we like a group number, and then Jafar shows his first cartoon, which I think he wanted to take over because he's like, these cartoons are for babies. Now these cartoons are for mid- middle schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> up the scare now factor. Points are the edgy ones. <laughs> yeah. So the first one they show is called Donald's Halloween Scare. Mm-hmm. Um... This is when I just um, had a blank and I don't remember what this one Huey, was. Dewey, and Louie are trick or treating, and it's kind of the same concept as the first it's, one, but, but instead of the witch coming and helping them get revenge, mm-hmm. they pretend to be dead because Donald scared them so badly he killed them, and then they rise from the grave with blood coming off of them and saying, "We're gonna kill you back, motherfucker, unless you give us another fucking." Oh kill. right, yeah. and this is the one where Goofy they're, is dressed as the Easter Bunny. They're yes. all three dressed. Um, Hugh, Dewey, and Louie are all three dressed as little devils. Mm-hmm. Um, Mickey is dressed like a witch, and then, like... Donald's dressed as Jason! Yeah, Don- Donald's dressed as Jason, and then there's, like, this segment where, like, they're looking for a, a masked serial killer, and, mm-hmm. like, like they glued- the police think that it's Donald. Well, <laughs> remember, it's Hugh, Dewey, and Louie. They're doing the classic, like, three kids, three ducks in a trench coat. Yeah. You know, when those ducks try to get into those rated R movies? Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, but they like glue him into the, the costume, costume yeah. and then like, which really scared me. This one scared me as a kid. Yeah, I mean like when when they get to the part where like Donald ends up in like a coffin and then like he like lights a match and then Huey, Dewey, and Louie are in there and they like look dead and it's like 
That part scared me a little bit, actually. That was, like, the mm. the the most scary part of it, and it was, it was a little, uh, a, a little, uh, intimidating. Yeah, this one <laughs> went full spooky. Yeah. No oopy. No, there's- No spoopy. No spoopy. This is, this is full Not on quite spooky. scary, but spook- spooky. Spooky. Yeah. Spooky. spooky. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, like they, like, toss him into an open grave, and it looks like they're gonna bury him alive. Yeah. And then they're, like, he's like, ah! <laughs> 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 and then- And then he takes them trick-or-treating. Yeah. Goofy still got it wrong. This is Christmas. Oh, Goofy. Oh, Goofy. <laughs> and then, at that point, um... Oh my god, Minnie tries... <laughs> Minnie tries she to, She puts like, in the bare minimum effort. She says, I'm gonna give you 30 seconds to get out of the house of mouse! And then, like, they literally pick her up and throw her back outside. She... Because she, she doesn't do shit. She so, gave them 30 seconds. Well, nobody she, does, even Aladdin, like, just shows up and tosses the lamp at them. It's like, here, use this, bye. I feel like use they, the they, maybe, this is my headcanon, they're doing this for the villain's benefit. They feel sorry for them. They're <laughs> always, like, in their own little clique, no one wants to sit with them, probably because they tried to kill everyone in the, that building at oh, least yeah. twice. Frollo was in the background of one thing, so they, like... At least have like one attempted rapist in the building. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Gaston's there. He borderline counts. Yeah. Um. And, but yeah, no. Uh, and maybe they're just like, you know what? We'll let him have one night. We'll like pretend to put up a fight and make him feel better. And yeah, then we'll, we'll give just them two cartoons because the rule of three is too good for them. Yeah, they get two fucking cartoons. They're they're my favorite. They're some of my favorite cartoons though because mm-hmm. I, I love that spooky shit. Yeah. Um, spooky. I'm so sorry. Spooky was earlier. Correct. Um. Yeah. Sorry. So next cartoon. Yes. This so is this my is the last one. This is a Hansel and Gretel starring Mickey and Minnie as Hansel and Gretel. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. So the music is really good in this. Um, I think it's from the Hansel and Gretel ballet. Yeah. yeah. Let me double check. But no, it's great. And like the thing about it, so it's it must have been made around the same time as like this whole film was. Like it's not mm. an older short. It's newer. But, like, you can tell, like, even though the budget was limited, the animators put the most effort they could into this, mm-hmm. and it, like, really shows. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Dance yeah. macabre? Dance macabre. Mm-hmm. Is that how you spell macabre? Yeah. Okay. Um, by Camille saint Sins. I think um, that person spelled it wrong. It's M-A-C-A-B-R-E. Uh, it's, if it's in a foreign language, it may be spelled differently. Dance macabre. Yeah. Here I'll look at I'll look up the song and see what happens. But anyway, yeah, this is the one I remember the most from when I was a kid because of the gothic art style, like even the trees when it's like very square. Mm-hmm. I I you guys know more about mm-hmm. art styles than I do, but it just felt very Hans Christian Andersen actually oh, meets. Of course, they channeled some German expressionism into that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, they did. That's mm-hmm. a that's a good way of putting it. Um, yeah. and I mean, it goes there. It's the story of Hansel and Gretel. It's a, so it, it's about two German kids. So mm-hmm. it goes, even well, though it's Mickey and Minnie. <laughs> but it goes like the full link, like the witch tries to kill them. Like it, it goes darker places. So I like that. About yeah. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And again, like, no dialogue. It's just depending on the music. It's kind of a throwback to some of the older Disney cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the switch captures Mickey and Minnie and, like, her... Ooh. And she's, like, trying to, like, roast them to eat them. And, uh... Sorry, I was reading out. the story behind this song, uh, which is, yeah, Dance Macabre, I think it is, yeah. you were correct, by Camille saint Sins, uh, in the key of G minor. And according to, and this song is about an old French superstition, and according to the legend, death appears at midnight every year on Halloween. Death calls forth the dead from their graves to dance for him while he plays the fiddle, here represented by a solo violin. His skeletons dance for him until the rooster crows at dawn when they must return to their graves until next year. So this is kind of like the Fantasia bit, Night on Bald Mountain. Yeah. A little bit. But like, I, I like the Hansel and Gretel take too, because it fits. Or the devil Devil yeah! in Georgia, except okay. a child in college, bitch. What if, 
what if Disney made a new Fantasia and they put the <gasps> devil went down to Georgia on it and I, they animated it? That would be I awesome. love the Fantasia movies, even though I don't like all the sketches, even in the old one, because we rewatched that recently. The good ones are so mm-hmm. good. I don't even care if the fucking thing with the hippo and the flamingos is boring to me. <laughs> I love Night on Bald Mountain and Ave yeah. Maria. That is art. Yeah. That is gorgeous. And even Fantasia 2000's, like, the song of the firebird, yeah. when, like, nature fights against the, the Rhapsody giant flaming in blue. bird. Rhapsody in blue. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even care about the, the parts. The ambition of it is what I love. And I think that's mm-hmm. what I like about this cartoon. It feels like the beginnings of an idea for a Fantasia sketch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember the part where they get thrown into the furnace by the witch, and yeah. they fall in with her, and they have to fight this giant fire witch mm-hmm. and order to cl- and climb so their like, way out. So, like, what happens is, like, she accidentally leaves the cage open when she's trying to throw Mickey into the furnace to, like, cook him, and Minnie gets out, and um, Minnie pushes her into the fire... Um, but at the same, like, but as that's happening, she's, like, still holding on to, like, Mickey, like, the witches, and so, like, she's pulling Mickey in while, like, she's falling, and, like, then Minnie, like, gets pulled in, but, like, Minnie ends up grabbing Mickey, and, like, they end up not in the fire, but the witch ends up in the fire, and, like, the witch basically burns alive and then turns into, like, a fire spirit, which is, like, crazy. Yeah, and... and one thing I love about this short yeah. is it understands, I think, action pacing. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. for me, a good action movie isn't just about the big overarching bad guy, which I think is the big problem of the Transformers. It's about, <laughs> it's, all, right, it's about all the little action arcs along the way. It's not just, oh, we gotta defeat Negatron. Megatron? <laughs> no, the, the bad one. Megatron. Megatron. Unicron is the other one. Wait, wh- the Orson Welles one. Who's who's the good guy then? Optimus, Optimus Prime, Prime. And Bumblebee. <laughs> I thought Megatron was the good one. No. Well, it depends on your continuity. The IDW comics, Megatron's a good one. But... Oh, okay. So I'm somewhat... In the, in the comics verse, it's more like X-Men, Magneto versus oh, Professor X. okay, okay. Yeah. I, I, gotta, I gotta fucking get in Transformers. <laughs> I've literally only seen I Bumblebee. Can, well, I can... Well, you picked the right one to start with, first of all. Yeah. But, Second of all, I can give you an intro to Transformers. But yeah, back to um, what makes action good, in my opinion. Like, I always think of the scene in Iron Man when he... It's a lot of little problems that, like, are all based around the same thing. Like, the whole thing is he's trying to free a village of people. But first he's got to deal with being shot out of the sky by one of his own weapons. And then he deals with that problem. Then he has a new problem that's arisen from that because he fell into a group of uh, people holding children hostage. So now there's that problem. And in this cartoon, it's, it's kind of got the same principle where it's like, Okay, so they're upstairs and they realize they're trapped. Then they have to get through this house of horrors and all the candy that's in their way. Then they have to get past the witch in the oven and solve that problem. Then they have to get out of the furnace and then that's the next problem. It's a lot of little set pieces that all belong in the same overarching piece. And I think it's organized very well in terms of like a story that flows into itself very mm-hmm. well. And I know I'm probably overanalyzing this Disney cartoon, but like it's just... I. It captivated me back when I was a kid, and it mm-hmm. still captivates me today. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. The animators did a very good job of keeping with the pace of the music while still making what was on screen interesting. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's a scene where um, they they go across the table and see all the goodies they're about to mm-hmm. eat. And just the way the camera swings back and forth, like, it doesn't mm-hmm. cut. It's just, like, swing, 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 swing from one mm-hmm. goodie to another. It reminds me of the Be Our Guest scene from Beauty and the yeah. Beast, but with a yeah. sinister urgency to it mm-hmm. yeah kind of makes you a little nauseous with the way it's like moving mm-hmm. it's like really nice yes yeah i think you nailed it by saying the german expressionism because it, it very mm-hmm. much nailed that feel yeah mm-hmm. and like again i love things that are timed to music i love it maybe it's because i was raised as disney but like when at the end when like the fire like l- like they get out of the furnace and they hug and they're like yay we survived and then there's like a final sting of the music and the chord as they finish the piece mm-hmm. and um the fire escapes from the furnace one last time and like reaches out for them as they run away and it's this perfect um, combination of emotional and visual that i mm-hmm. love it when disney does that yeah. stuff they're really good at it yeah, yeah. So yeah. back to the narrative, or the, the what do they call it, the framing device? The framing device. Yeah, yeah, back to the framing device. After this spooky, I'm going to say it, it's a spooky, scary spooky. cartoon. Yeah. Um, 
they... Yeah, they beat the villains After with that, Aladdin's lamp. Um, no, my favorite thing no, is they tried doing the Fantasia thing where they... I like that they... dresses up in his Fantasia costume, puts on the hat, and tries yeah. to throw fireballs at Jafar. And Jafar mm-hmm. is just, like, playing ping pong with them, basically. Right. Yeah, sorry I shut you down earlier. I see what you were trying to say with uh, Mickey and the hat. It was basically reenacting Fantasmic, except... Do you guys know Fantasmic? No. Oh, it's a fireworks show in um, Hollywood Studios where... Mickey's trying to show off all his powers, but then the Maleficent comes in, and she's got to, like... It's basically Disney just showing off all their pyrotechnics in this little story of, like, Mickey versus Maleficent, and it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so that's essentially what happens, but Jafar instead of Maleficent. Yeah. Um, except this one doesn't imply that it was all a dream, which is a cop-out that the fireworks show does. Boo! (laughs) Um, so yeah, that doesn't work. Yes, Mickey, pretty shitty wizard. Yeah, well, like, what happens is, like, Jafar deflects one of his fireballs and it just, like, knocks his hat off and then he, like, can't do anything. So it's like, well, okay. <laughs> and then, like, literally, like, two seconds later, he runs to the back room and, like, hears a knock on the door and then Aladdin's there. He goes, here, use the lamp! And then, like, Mickey just, like, shuts the door. <laughs> <laughs> See, why can't I have that in my life? Like, whenever I'm having a crisis, I want Aladdin to just show up at my door and be like, here's a lamp, bye. bye. See, see, for me, I would want it to be, um, <laughs> like, either the Beast or Roger Radcliffe from 101 Dalmatians. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much... That's Mickey's house of villains. Yeah, and then uh, the house I... is theirs once more. Yes. Yep. Tinkerbell changes the sign back to House of Mouse, and like everyone's like celebrating because like they're the villains are gone, yay! And it's like, well, it's not as interesting anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I will. I do wish we had gotten some more spooky cartoons. I, I really, like, yeah, like I, do too. I just realized Spooky Scary Skeletons wasn't in here, and that was a Disney Silly Symphonies, and that's really? like their most iconic. Yeah, the skeleton dance was I don't not know if in that was there. A Disney thing. Yeah. Well, the one that I brought up before we watched this that I remember from my childhood is Pluto's Judgment Day, oh, which yeah. absolutely terrified me as a child. Mm-hmm. The plot of this is something along the lines of like a bunch of cats get fed up because Pluto is chasing them. And so they send him to hell, and he's, like, put on trial and tormented, and it's yeah. really scary. Mm-hmm. And, like, I it gave me nightmares as a child. Well, and I know there's one, too. Um, I never watched it because it was too scary for me when I was a kid. It's Mickey and the Mad Scientist. I remember Will watched it because he was a little older than me and a little, you know, into horror before me. Um, but I know Mickey essentially gets tortured and turned into a monster by a mad scientist. I don't know how he gets out really? of it. Really? I have not yeah, seen that one. Because there's a, there was a video game, I, Epic Mickey, that I played. Epic Mickey. And, <laughs> well, it, I actually really love that game. I, you've just unlocked memories of a Disney Channel game, like, like a Disney Channel commercial about the game where, mm-hmm. like, they talk about Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, and there's, like... There's, like, literally a scene they show in that commercial where it's, like, Oswald the Rabbit talking about how people forgot him. Yeah, because the it's whole like point of the depressing. game... depressing. Yeah, that game is sad as hell. The Mickey gets pulled into this mirror dimension where all the forgotten Disney characters live. Whoa. And Disney... I don't remember what the... I think it's Pete or something is, like, trying to make... Oh, that is some shit Pete he's, would pull. He's sucking everyone into the Forgotten Realm so that everything is forgotten. And um, Oswald, the Lucky Rabbit, who At least people remember was you, Pete. Supposed to be the Mickey Mouse before Mickey Mouse, mm-hmm. but yeah. then he got taken from Walt Disney. Yeah. Um, helps team up with Mickey um, to save the day. Aww. Yeah. That sounds cool, actually. It yeah. was it was fun. I really like the art style of the game because the whole thing is your weapon is a paintbrush and you're supposed to bring color back and like mm-hmm. help people remember. Oh, it's very inky. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think the the big ink monsters. Then of course there's the Kingdom Hearts crossover into the uh, House of Mouse. There was a Kingdom Hearts House of Mouse crossover. No, I was just um, submitting it uh. to the Disney Authority, which I'm sure will want to hire me after all of this things that I've said. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Consume Brexit. <laughs> The hidden Illuminati message. Oh my god. 
yeah, so I I enjoyed this. Thank you for suggesting it, Hannah. Yeah, this was I, great. It brought back a lot of really good memories. And thanks for everyone of my for childhood. voting for this. Yeah, this was yeah. that was a big this number is, in the poll too. This yeah, is also like something very different from what we from what we normally watch. So like it's a good it's a good like refresher, honestly. Mm-hmm. It feels very, like, this is the most Halloween thing I think we've watched for this month. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, we, we did didn't... Monster Madness and then we did Hellraiser 2. Yeah, yeah. which um, horror movies, you can really watch them at any time. Yeah, I mean, that's what we do. We but just like, watch them all year round. Yeah, with these cartoon specials, I don't feel like I could just pick this up in, like, yeah. January the same way I could pick up, like, because, I don't know, Hellraiser. Yeah, yeah, half of them have to do with, like, trick-or-treating and Halloween, yeah. and they have very, like, fall kind of oriented imagery so yeah it was nice yeah i really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. um so stay tuned for next week i think what we're gonna do is have you guys make suggestions to us on twitter um we'll gather a few suggestions and put up a poll and have you all pick the next movie we do Mm -hmm. power to the people heck yeah spooky to the specters you know (laughs) heck yeah Use your power to vote for this. Please use your power responsibly. <laughs> Please. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. I don't... No, I'm not going to tell them what I don't want to watch. <laughs> then they watch it. Yeah, don't tell them. Because I don't think anyone will pick that movie if we don't talk God, about it. God, I hope not. Um, but yeah. Uh, thank you very much. You can find us on Twitter at Netflix underscore in underscore kill. You can find me on Twitter at Kai the Jedi. You can find these two on the Twitterverse, probably, um, at FrostyTheR0Bot. You can find me right outside your back alley door with a magic lamp ready to solve all your problems. Here, catch! Trick-a-trick, trick-a-trick, trick-a-trick for Halloween. When ghosts and goblins, you're like, where's will come true?